Oh yeah! Hi! Oh, yeah! Welcome to a delayed episode five. Yeah, we got stuck on the tracks, didn't we? We did. <laughs> the train got stuck on the tracks. It's actually been because we are very busy at the moment. <laughs> Thank God. Through that, I've been. Um, the bars have opened again, haven't they? So I've literally been working a lot there, which is great, actually. You know, just interacting with people, which is really nice. Actual yeah, you, humans. You, you haven't stopped working, which is obviously really good. Yeah, I think I just want to get as much in because obviously we have a date to go back for Hamilton and I'm buzzing about it. Oh, amazing. So I was yeah. like, yes, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to work at the bar for a, a good period of time and then give myself like five weeks off so I can go see my family, see all my friends, have a bit of a life, I guess, and then um, while things are opening up again, you know, and then I can go back to Hamilton and, yeah, feel refreshed Fantastic. I mean, you've been a nightmare to get a hold of, hence why we are delayed with episode five. I but know, I'm here so we sorry, are now. Everyone. I've got your How undivided attention. Um, <laughs> I've been good, actually. I've been pretty, pretty busy. I'm directing a show at the minute I've never directed before, so it could be a car crash. No, it's not. It's actually going really well. I'm loving <laughs> doing something new. So um, I'm just beavering away doing that at the minute. And, beavering. Um, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely bavering away. Um, and that's sort of consuming my whole being at the minute, um, ready before whatever might happen in the future, you know? Uh, what? I know. Oh, you do know. I I can hear police again. Callum, are they after you yet again? <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I do actually live on quite a main road, but the police don't very often run past, but they are obviously very attracted to the train to Houston. They knew. They're literally like, oh, whack, whack that siren on there doing that podcast again. Yeah, let's Woo! arrest them. It's quite a camp sound, that siren, I always think. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> so fantastic. Absolutely. So um, this week is um, a very interesting episode, actually, guys, because um, it all stems from a post from Instagram that you might have seen on mine and Pete's Instagrams that we shared this week. And we thought it would be an amazing topic to talk about because um, we've both been inundated with actually loads of amazing messages and conversations with people and um, sparking uh, chats uh, that people necessarily wouldn't have done without that post. Um, And I know you've also had loads of people contact you as well, Pete, and it's just, I think it's the perfect conversation to have um, because we've experienced it this week. Yeah, I um, I was quite... I mean, I read the post, obviously, and I got it from you. I saw it on your Instagram first, and then I put it up and I thought, do you know what? I haven't really spoken about, well, how I sort of felt when I was younger, really, ever. And it yeah. only really it happened a couple of weeks ago. I saw a friend and we started having a chat, and then I thought, gosh, I remembered all these things. And I suppose it, it is kind of like a trigger when you read a post like that and you see one after the other and you go, oh my God, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And all those moments of like feeling, gosh, anxious, feeling bad about yourself, thinking the feelings will go away. Um, And actually I had a message from a lovely, lovely woman about her son. And she said that he suffers a lot with anxiety because of it. And so much so that his stomach, like, is really bad all the time. And he's oh like, God. he's been going to hospital. Um, and no, she probably, she won't mind me talking about this. Obviously, won't disclose the name. But 
I was exactly the same, babe, when I was younger. I had the worst tummy when I was little. I used to go to hospital. Like I constantly had like, um, I was taking, they thought I had really bad irritable bowel syndrome. It was literally only when I'm older, I've realized I was so anxious. And because I was dancing at a young age in a tiny little village, yeah. I got bullied as well. And that didn't help. So it was just all of that built up. And it's just amazing how your body actually reacts to, annoyingly really, but how your body reacts to nerves, feelings and emotion. It's emotion rather than something oh, physical. Um, we should say um, what the post is actually. And we actually are talking about coming out uh, being homosexual. Yes. <laughs> we just started to speak, but we actually haven't said what it is. So I will just read the title of the post that made me click on it and read it. The post yeah. said, seven things I wish heterosexual people understood about silently growing up lgbtqia plus um, and it's something that i have never really spoken about as such obviously i have with my friends especially in in the theater world and uh, i came out quite late actually and um i just also do want to say before we start reading the post um i i don't think for for me, the post should be related to heterosexuals. It's not mm-hmm. about you wishing to know how we felt. I yeah. think it's it for me. It was more of a realization of how I felt back then, and I didn't know it until reading this post. And it was sort of been a real light bulb moment for me because I was like, "Gosh, like I did feel all these things that I didn't know I felt at the time, and it just really hit me." And I don't really share things um, on my Instagram about stuff like this, and I just thought. No, like I am really comfortable in myself, and looking back, um, I, like like people always say, if it helps someone that's younger now seeing something like that, um, mm-hmm. it, it it made me really realise and and spark a conversation. So um, yeah, and it's so, not an us and them sort of situation either. Not you know, at you don't all. Be like I wish you knew what I went through. It's not that at all. So I completely agree with what you're saying there. Yeah. It's just a sort of realisation almost of yourself and how you went through it. Like I, it, anybody knowing it probably wouldn't have helped me back then because it was my own emotion and my own journey through understanding my sexuality, you know? Yeah. So, and of course, if I'd had conversations with people when I was younger, which I did, like may, it helped me kind of through the process. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's go through the post there, Cal. Yeah, so the, well, the first one was the one that really hit me the most, which is pretending to be heterosexual and emotionally and physically being completely drained by that and being like 24 7 trying to be someone that you ultimately are not and don't um, ask me if i'm gay don't ask me if i'm gay don't ask me if i'm gay that's literally all that's going through your head all the time you're like someone's like can i have a chat with you and you're like no actually because i know what you're going to (laughs) say yeah i don't want to hear it it's so true. And I, I even remember at college, because I was not out at college, which is obviously normally the perfect time to come out. I moved away from yeah. home. But for my uh-huh. whole time there, I was pretending to be someone I wasn't. And obviously I'm surrounded by these completely amazing, accepting people who uh, a lot of them are uh, are gay. And uh, the people that are straight are so accepting of these people. But I just couldn't bring myself to do it and you're obviously always having those conversations about who you've been with and and uh, you might even get asked the question are you gay and you know you have to say no and it's the lying and the the fear of how you're going to answer because you know it's not going to be a truthful answer because you're having to make it up it was um I remember feeling completely drained about that and that that was a point that really hit me and I just thought yeah it it, it was a real 
tough time and I didn't really know that I was emotionally and physically drained until I look back. Yeah, I mean, I, there was so many times, I mean, I knew that I was gay from a, quite a young age. Yeah. But I, I came out when I was 18, so I actually came out just before I went to college, okay. which definitely made it easier. I mean, there were definitely people at college as well, like yourself, Carl, who definitely hadn't come out. Yeah. Um, but because the college is such a sort of open-minded, everyone's, you know, in the same thing, the same boat, nobody actually really talks about it. We just all have a great time and we're all there to, you know, to perform and to learn the craft. Yeah. But I definitely felt when I was at sixth form, I knew that some people thought that I was gay, but I didn't want to talk about it. And then if they did bring it up, and that feeling of being like, no, I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not. And then you yes. go home and you're thinking, God, they think they know they, and it's a, it's a bad thing. That's what it used to feel like. It was a bad thing. And that post I put up um, after that, after this one, I literally wrote, I remember being in the back seat of the car, um, going to school when I was like 13 and literally feeling uh, those feelings will go away. That's what I used to, was saying in my head. I was like, those feelings will go away. You're, it's going to be fine. You're going to have a wife. You're going to have kids. It's, yeah. it's going to be fine. It's, you know, I didn't want that life. I didn't want to be gay at that point because I was afraid of what everyone else would uh, would think of me and what they would do or how they would react. And, and, and going on from that even to this day, like I said in the post on Instagram, I basically, anytime someone goes, knocks on the door, that's like a delivery. We had some next furniture arrive and, or like some made furniture arrive or the, uh, a cardo man comes and he's like, should I pop the, I mean, not now because of COVID, but he used to pop the bags like in the kitchen. And I was thinking, he's going to walk in, see Dom, who's my husband, who I absolutely adore. I love our life together and everything. And I'm going to, yeah. I'm thinking he's going to go in his head oh, they're gay. Yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm waiting for. And I don't know what their reaction's going to be. And um, some of the stories I had, Cal, back from other people were like, I was getting my hair cut and they're like, oh, do you have a missus then? And half <sighs> them would just go, no, but they don't correct. They might have a boyfriend, they might have a husband. They just go, no, I don't have a missus. They don't go, yeah. no, I don't, I've actually got a husband. Like, it's almost like, as proud as we are, we're afraid of that reaction from and that, someone that's, else. Going off from that, I think nowadays, if someone asked me that, I would say, yeah, I have a, I have a partner mm -hmm. or a boyfriend. But still to this day, if, if um, Sam is staying at my flat um, a night, I will always say to him, kiss me now before I open the door. And if we're going to mm -hmm. his car so that and he's leaving, I won't mm -hmm. then kiss him in, in the car. Mm -hmm. I, will, I will say to him, we need to do it behind the door, which again is... I'm still canning myself yeah. um, and I should, and I'm, 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 it probably would be accepted, but in my head, I feel like I don't know who might be watching when we get to the car. So I don't want to kiss him then. I need to kiss him behind a closed door so no one can see it. Uh -huh. Gosh, that's so, it's sad. Like, the, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, I'm not really on the public displays of affection anywhere. Me and Dom and never have been either no. in the past. Um, but isn't it funny, Cal, you saying that, like when you're with your partner, it's like, oh, no, we, we shouldn't do that because people might look. But then me and you are quite happily link arms and strut around Covent Garden. Yes. Because it's almost like, well, we're friends, so it's different. Like, people might be like, oh, they're gay. But we, because we're friends, it's like, it's like you almost put it... To, do you know what I mean by that? That is so true. And I've not thought of it like that, but that is so true. And again, like that's in our head. Like, if we're out with Tom Eden, we're literally, like, strolling around, <laughs> strutting about. It's like, we couldn't give a shit. But that, it's funny, because someone looking on that might think that we are partners, and they're just, yeah. we're just really comfortable. But in our <laughs> yeah. head, we know we're just friends, so it's fine. Whereas if I'd done that with Sam, I probably wouldn't, because 
in my head yeah. I know we're partners yeah very very bizarre um, so, so going strange. off on that, another and uh, the the second uh, post which we sort of touched on was um, the the fear of being outed is incredibly mm-hmm. uh, destabilizing, which is yeah. sort of what we mentioned at college anyway, and, and how we uh-huh. how we felt in that. So, the, um, another one was some days you just wish you were born differently, and I do remember that when I was about fifteen, and you've touched on that as well about thinking to myself, oh my god, this is it for life, and I remember feeling really tense and fearful that this isn't going to change. And if it doesn't going to change, if it's not going to change, I'm not going to be able to have a life. Obviously, because you're so young and you don't understand the full concept of, of the world. Totally and I just get thought, it. Yeah, totally God, that, get it. That, that was a real thing of me sitting by myself, like trying to map through what I can do about this in order to change it. But obviously, yeah. ultimately, you can't. Um, another one was wondering if your friends will want to remain friends with you. That's and the a thought big of one. that being painful. I mean, for for me, uh, obviously, I came out later when I was surrounded by the incredible theatre folk. So mm. it was an easy process for me in that sense. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, being at school, I would even now. I I, I think when I did come out to my theatre friends um, and being in London, going back home and seeing my school friends was a totally mm. different story. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to talk mm-hmm. about it even then, even though I was out. So that was a struggle for me. I definitely had the same thing when I was younger. I remember very distinctively, I was in a, a, I had one girl in my class in my year, babe, one girl, the rest were boys. So there was a lot of like laddie chat. And I remember one guy said to us, we were like, if my friend told me he was gay, we couldn't be friends anymore. And I remember that. I really like remember it now. I just thought, oh God, anyway, this, we're friends now, me and this guy, like, it's fine. He didn't even he didn't even blink an eyelid when he found out. It's just like, oh, mate, yeah, yeah, saw that you're really happy. Da, 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 da. Like, it wasn't a problem. It's something that people say yeah. just because, they, like, I mean, it's probably different now, babe, you know, moving, people are a bit more aware. But Absolutely, back yeah. when we were younger, and I'm sure generations before us would, would have had it even worse, you know. Yeah. And it just, uh, it really stuck with me. And I thought people just say that, but then I've remembered it now. I mean, what, 20 years on or whatever it is now? Yeah. Like. I can remember them saying that and how it made me feel even then. And there were certain people I told um, and there were certain people I didn't tell. Even though they were my friends, I was like, I'm scared that you're going to go, oh, really? And that is the fear of that happening. And the actual, if that did happen, is just awful. They're both in the same. It's like someone's, if somebody actually goes, oh, is just as bad as me at home thinking, are they going to go, oh, like, that is it, so it's true. awful. Yeah. It's just a horrible feeling and wishing, like you said, wishing that you were, wishing that you were born different. That makes me feel really sad, actually, because of course. that is something I think we can all as, you know, especially in our age um, and older, really relate to. And I'm yeah. sure people still feel that now. And, you know, in the whatever environment they're in, whether they're at school or whether their family are actually not accepting of gay people as well like that can it puts a lot of pressure on someone and their emotions it absolutely does and i think as well uh sort of leading off from that social media obviously for young people can have its terrible negative ne- negative effects but if you are mm-hmm. born in a remote place the yeah. access to 
to Instagram and following people that you might relate to at that age is so mm-hmm. wonderful as well. Uh, that you oh, wouldn't, fab, yeah. That we wouldn't have been exposed to when we were younger because we didn't have access to that sort of social media platform and following people that we can relate to or because we didn't have maybe people that we could relate to in our hometowns, whereas mm-hmm. you can find that on the internet because it's worldwide. And so in that sense, finding the positive for young people in, in the side of, of something that can be quite dark is great. Yes, I think I saw a post like I follow Gay Times, Attitude Magazine, um, Pride all on Facebook. But I also follow BBC News. So sometimes the same post will get um, put on BBC News that it gets put on Gay Times or whatever. You know, somebody's going through a transition, you know, someone's come out and the reactions, babe, the difference like the attitude you literally see you know when you can see the reactions and it's like either it's like and love you go to bbc news you're the array of reactions and then somebody's like either spilling off some scripture from the bible or having hate or trolling it's just like wild and it's actually scarily there's a lot of it on the bbc news facebook page when you look at those posts and i'm reading some of the comments and i know you shouldn't read the comments but i do flicker through i don't say anything anymore because there was a point where i was literally like i wanted to say something and like because i thought if somebody sees that that is just the worst thing i want people to know there's a lot of support because the problem is a lot of the bad comments get most reactions so then they end up at the top of the comments of course yeah 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 so it's like the best thing to do is actually just to not say anything to that person or react to them because it will just get lost within all of the other comments. 100%. So I do agree. Social media is a, a brilliant tool to see the real world, yeah. um, but it can also have its have its downsides. It's tricky. Yeah, uh, yeah totally agree. Um, another point was that um, coming out is not a one-time conversation. And I just thought, do you know what? That's so true. I remember coming out to my friends. Um, mm. uh, I was about 20 three I think so I was quite late um and then I thought to myself I've got this whole rigmarole with my parents now I've got I've I've been comfortable with with doing that to my friends because I know they're going to be fine and of course I knew my parents were going to be fine I must just say my parents are incredible as were yours I'm sure you came out absolutely yeah and um I knew it wasn't going to be a problem but I remember feeling completely annoyed that I had to do the conversation and mm. and it was literally the most underwhelming experience I've ever experienced in my life <laughs> and my mum was like great because it was um to meet uh my first boyfriend and she was just like great so what should we do where should we go for breakfast we'll take you for breakfast Aww. and then we'll have a nice afternoon and it was literally the most normal thing and I just thought oh I've hyped myself up for weeks for this conversation and now it's literally so it underwhelming. didn't give a shit <laughs> <laughs> what was that's yours so like? funny Oh, my family were great. Um, of course they were. I remember I, I spoke, I told my mum, and I, I remember it was the day I was literally following her everywhere in the house because you know, you, you know, babe, you're ramping yourself up to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're literally like, oh my God, it's coming. I have to do it. And then once you've said it in your head, you have to do it. You have to get yeah. it done. <laughs> She's walking out. She goes to the goes out into the garage. I'm following her. Mum's just like, yeah, yeah, we're having a conversation. Doesn't think anything. <laughs> and then I was like, um, so I'm, I'm gay. And she just kind of like turned around and looked at me and she was like, you're gay? And I was like, yeah, and she went, oh, okay. And like, it was just a shock, pure shock of it. And then she, and then I kind of like, I can't really remember what happened after that. Then I left, I walked out and then my dad, I remember my mum telling my dad 
And yeah. then my dad just didn't didn't just didn't talk about it. It was just like absolutely normal. It's just like okay, and like it was just yeah. like a normal thing. I was thinking, oh god, you know, the years, yeah. the years of torment that I've been having and torture <laughs> to get to this moment. And, but to get okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me more, please. I want. I needed like a film. I wanted it to rain, and you go on your knees and go, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, thank God. You know, um, it just. Yeah, it's so, so true, funny. isn't it? It's, um, uh, I think my my mum told one of my friends. I mean, I don't, she's probably going to listen to this, and now she knows that I know. But she told one of my friends that um, she went to tell my dad, and he was reading the newspaper. She went, I've got something to tell you. And then my dad apparently scrunched the paper down. He went, Callum's gay. And she went, yeah. And then he put the paper straight back up his face and carried on reading. <laughs> it's just like, I think they've obviously, they were just waiting for me to find the right time yeah. to do it to them. And, um, but even then, I remember, I, didn't, I always said to myself, I didn't, I didn't want to come out as gay. I wanted to come out saying that I had a partner. So I didn't yes. have to say the word gay. I actually did the same thing. Um, I was with a guy at the time as well and I, I think there was almost something like I remember someone telling me actually this when we were younger um who was also gay he was like I'll tell my parents when I have a boyfriend because I want something to almost show for it to be like here 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 is why you know yeah like, yeah, yeah no it completely makes sense you know and plus when you're young and you're in a relationship you it's it's always quite a heightened emotion especially if it's like your first boyfriend you're like oh my god this is like insane all these feelings it's like so intense because you feel like you've been locked away for a bit yeah so when it when you can finally like share that experience with someone it's uh you know it's it's amazing at the same time yeah and it starts you off it just sets you off doesn't it you're like okay my parents know my friends know um i I don't think i ever had anybody say anything bad you know of course not i'm very i'm we're very lucky for that, I think, though, Cal, as well, because I know some people who have, stru- have their parents have struggled or their family, uh, friends have struggled. And so I think we're very, very lucky in that sense. And That's true. Um, I, think, I think the struggle for us was ourselves, not others. Oh, it was inner turmoil. Completely, babe, all in your head. And it, yeah. it actually, that's the most dangerous yeah, I yeah. Because totally when you're feeling that low, like I remember days feeling really, really low. I mean, I was always quite, you know, I've always have been, babe, loads of energy, always want to make people laugh, always yeah. want to, you know, I was like that all the way through school, but on my own, there was like certain times, like on a Sunday, and I'd be like sat in my room and I'd be feeling really down. And it just like breaks my heart that actually that, <laughs> I'm like thinking, I'm like, if I was just stood in my room, looking at myself, sat on the bed, like feeling really sad, it just makes me want to like go, oh God, like, it's going to yeah. be okay. It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yeah, it's so, it's, uh, it is mad to look back and think someone like you that's so full of life to, would be like that in their room by themselves. That's such a, mm. a sad image because you're such a, oh, it's a ball so of energy. Sad. Yeah. It's so sad, which make, does break my heart for people who, you know, whose parents maybe don't accept it or to think of that emotion. At least we had a release of, yeah. oh, thank goodness. Whereas actually some people have just built up all that energy, all that like turmoil and anxiety to then tell their parents for them to not accept it. That yeah. is that is something that must be just awful. Oh, horrendous yeah yeah really 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 sad and there's no there's no guidebook sorry Carl. there's no no guidebook of how to react to it either so i i know i understand that somebody who is 
getting told that their, you know, friend or their son or their um, daughter is gay, that that must be a really, like, there's no guy, what do you do? You hug them, you tell them you love them and you say, it's not a problem. That's what yeah. you need to do. Yeah, you know? 100%, yeah. And the, the last point in the post, just to, to finish off, um, mm. was uh, after coming out, it can be hard to tell whether you're being yourself or still putting on an act. The mind fuck is real. And I just mm. thought, yeah, that's so true. Even to this day, really, I do yeah. change the way I behave depending on who I'm with. If me and you 100%. were together, we'll literally be screaming and flamboyantly running around the, the streets. Whereas if someone knocks on my door and tries to sell me double glazing, I'm obviously going to be mm. a very different person. And I do all right, remember sunshine, being... yeah? Come on in. <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Yeah, you're right. Um, Who's so, three, I... Who do you want a two? <laughs> It literally is that. Um, so, <laughs> I yeah, see I, that. obviously, I think I've, over the last sort of seven, eight years, I've actually stabilised myself into someone that is consistent. And um, mm. and I, I do feel like I am more true to myself. But back then you were thinking, hang on a minute, I've been putting on this act for, what, 15 years? And mm. what's me and what's actually me trying to be somebody else? Mm. Do you know what? I um, completely agree with you that there is definitely... It's, do you know what as well, actually? <laughs> and this is what the wonderful thing about East London, I just have to say. When I'm working at the bar, I thought there's a point where I'm going to have to say, I'm gay. Because yeah. I feel like it's just weird. You always want to get it. It's like you've got a new job that's not theatre. Theatre people don't care. It's wonderful. Course, but if yeah. you have a job, I'm like... God, I need to tell everyone at some point. And that even to this day, Bill, I'm 32 next week. And I'm like, oh, God... So I went in and like, as soon as you tell, they were just like, okay. Like, they don't give a shit. Like, most people do not give a shit. They don't, you know, they don't care. And they, and especially around here, I think, because it's such a lively, creative, open-minded part of London. You know, it's wonderful like that. But I do have yeah. to, t- uh, I'm going to share this story. I won't say the name, but my friend works, he's a builder. Yeah. And he's, he's gay. And he told me a story when I put that post on that one of the lads on the building site went, Oi, said his name and went, are you gay? And his reaction, babe, was, come down and give me a kiss and find out. (laughs) That is excellent. Amazing, amazing. I thought, excellent. Because he could have easily gone, no. I thought, good on you. Like a little bit more of that energy is kind of what we we need going forward. Um, Not us, but just in general. In general, Uh, yeah. You know, like if you're... Because let's face it, Cal, we're both so sure of ourselves. Like, yeah. I feel like we really know who we are. Uh-huh. Um, we know we we know our flaws to our positives, to, you know, everything. So I think we just have to accept that this is who we are. And moving forward, actually, almost challenge ourselves a little bit to not be concerned. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, sorry, my <laughs> thing's just gone. There you go. Um, to not feel... Um, worried or nervous to say it and actually just say it because people's reactions i'd say nine and a half times out of ten are in no way what you're putting into your head going yeah that is so true oh my god i'm in a hairdresser what if they stab the scissors into the side of my temple <laughs> you're okay <laughs> oh <laughs> exactly um, you know? So I hope you all enjoyed our more serious, thoughtful, 
thought-provoking chat this week. Um, I, mm. I personally, and I'm sure Pete will say the same in a minute, I just want to thank everyone who is listening that might have messaged me over the last week um, and got you thinking or made you feel at ease about something in your life or or felt better that you had a little chat with me on on a, an, on an anonymous level. Oh, that's a mm. tongue twister. That's very good. Um, so uh, we just thought it was an important conversation to have because I know people's coming out stories can sometimes be like, oh, what was your story? And it's just like a, a side thing that you want to have a, a chat about over a beer. But actually, it's always happening and people are always going to be coming out and, and people are always going to be feeling what we have just explained throughout our our lives. And um, if it makes it easier by listening to this and, and uh, maybe accelerating uh, a decision because you feel ready and and... And it's the right thing to do. Um, and again, we're always open to chatting to people. If you want to yeah. message us again about what we've spoken about, if you want to open up a conversation, we would love to hear from you. We're, we're wonderfully open people, aren't we, Pete? We are. And I think message <laughs> us on the Train to Houston Instagram so we can both kind of get involved in, in a conversation should you want to have it. And I'm also going to say, you know, we're not therapists, you know, <laughs> but we have lived through um the experience and i'm sure every we know everybody's journey is completely different um and we completely respect that and that some people will have had it slightly easier than others but we are totally open to having a conversation should you want one on the train to houston one like i said so we can both get involved and you know i think even just seeing the post, obviously, it was a bit of a trigger, I think, for both me and Cal, because we started talking about it. And then the more you talk about it, even now, Cal, like me and you here just chatting away on this podcast, like we things come up and you go, oh, gosh, oh, yeah. And you kind of like ticking over and you thought, I didn't realize that was why I felt like that or that yeah. is why that's what happens still to this day and actually we should move forward and actually challenge ourselves, like I said, to just kind of... We know ourselves, so let's just fucking show the world. Do you know what I mean? Amen to that, guys. Amen. Amen. So um, we will be back with episode six, and we'll probably bring back some fun and frivolity. And and Jenny joy. will be there. Yes, of course she'll be there. And um, uh, yeah, we can't wait to see you soon. Thank you for Absolutely. listening. We love you yeah. all, and we'll see you next time. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.